The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's another Lenten Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, Tuesday of the second week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. Today is the commemoration of Saints Perpetua and Felicity. Now, Perpetua was a young, beautiful, well-educated noblewoman of Carthage in North Africa, and despite threats of persecution and death, Perpetua, Felicity, a slave woman and expectant mother, and three companions refused to renounce their Christian faith. For their unwillingness, all were sent to the public games in the amphitheater. There, Perpetua and Felicity were beheaded, the others killed by beasts. Felicity had given birth to a daughter a few days before the games commenced. Perpetua's record of her trial and imprisonment ends the day before the games. Of what was done in the games themselves, let them write who will, she said. The diary was finished by an eyewitness. Saints Perpetua and Felicity were martyred in the year 203. Perpetua and Felicity pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for those who have suffered harm from members of the church. May they find within the church herself a concrete response to their pain and suffering. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins, and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. So often, Lord Jesus, when we contemplate the Gospel, we come to know your personality, and therefore we are able to love you as a person. And in today's Gospel, you say some words to us which really are like a portrait of yourself. They show us something very important about your personality. You say the words, The greatest among you must be your servant. Yes, indeed, Lord. That says a lot about who you are, about who God is. Jesus is our servant. Elsewhere in the Gospel you say, The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, 
and to give his life as a ransom for many. I come among you as one who serves. And this really is astounding when we think about it and when we pray about it. That you, Jesus, Lord of Lord and King of Kings, Creator of all things, origin and end of all that is, serve us. In fact, you serve us even to the point of death on the cross. That great mystery of, of love, of yourself giving love, which we're trying to come to terms with more deeply during this uh, great season of Lent. It is astounding, astounding. And we can well understand the reaction of St. Peter at the Last Supper, when at the beginning of that momentous supper, we're told that you, Jesus, laid aside your garments, girded yourself with a towel, poured water into a basin, and you began to wash the disciples' feet. No wonder Peter was disconcerted and protested. Yet you insisted. You said, what I am doing you do not know now, but afterward you will understand. The Son of Man has come to serve. You, Lord Jesus, you wash my feet. This is astounding. This is something that, that goes beyond any expectation or hope that we human beings could have about God. God kneels down and washes our feet. How beautiful. What incredible compassion. What love. What enthusiasm for his children, for his creatures. During Lent, the liturgy places before us more often this mystery of the vicarious suffering of Christ for us. Vicarious, like the word vicar, standing in the place of. Jesus suffers in our place. He suffers for our sake. He makes up for what we lack. In the Old Testament, um, the prophet Isaiah talks about the suffering servant. Those beautiful, really moving poems, portraits of the suffering servant of the Lord in the Old Testament, in the end of the prophecy of Isaiah, which are real prophecies of the passion of Jesus. And in that context, we're told that by his wounds, we are healed. Now, this mystery of vicarious suffering, of suffering for others, to help others, is something, in fact, that's lived out time and again in the life of the church and in the life of ordinary Christians. I recently heard of a, a parent in a family of a, of a sick child who's doing extra penance, extra uh, effort to offer for the health of their child. They're trying to offer that prayer, that sacrifice. It's a vicarious suffering, a suffering of love for their child. And somehow that's the unfolding of the mystery of Jesus Christ down through history. We see it again in the saints. Today is the feast day of saints Perpetua and Felicity. Very early martyrs, Africans, from the beginning of the third century, who were thrown to wild beasts, uh, it's taught in the year 203, there were some special, as they were called, games organized in the amphitheater 
um, in that year to celebrate the to mark the birthday of the Roman Emperor of the time who was Septimus Severus and Perpetua was a well-educated Christian recently baptized noblewoman recently married as well and she was nursing an infant son she was only 22 and she uh, is imprisoned along with Felicity who is an enslaved woman and was pregnant at that time and together the two of them were in chains and both of them gave the ultimate witness to Christ uh, in in Carthage which is now Tunisia um, but interestingly there is a wonderful document about their suffering and death called the Passion of Saint Perpetua and Felicity and much of it is told in the first person and it's, it's Perpetua who's talking this young woman and she recounts that while she's in prison she has a number of visions of her brother Dinocrates who had died some years before from an illness and in the first vision she has of Dinocrates he's in a dark hot unpleasant place his face is disfigured by his illness he's very thirsty and there is a fountain above him but he just can't reach to drink and Perpetua is is, is really struck by this vision she has and she begins to pray and offer up her sufferings in the prison for her brother, for her brother, who has died some time before. And this continues. She has a few more visions until eventually she recounts in her, in her passion that she has a vision of her brother, Dinocrates, now very happy in a beautiful garden, um, able to drink from a wonderful fountain of fresh water, the sun is shining, he's surrounded by happy people. The disfigurement of his illness is gone completely from his face. He is he's wonderful, he's great, he's happy. And uh, Perpetua says, then I understood that he had been moved from the place of pain. And she understood as well that her suffering, her vicarious suffering, her, her penances, her prayers, what she was going through, herself in the prison, had helped her brother beyond the grave. In fact, this text is often cited in regard to the dogma of purgatory, of purification after death, how we can help those who are experiencing that final purification, vicarious suffering. What a beautiful thing it is to be able to offer something for others. And perhaps in Lent, we're trying to do some penance, um, and that penance can be an almsgiving too, insofar as we offer it for others. An hour of work, an hour of study, an hour of uh, housework, um, an hour of migraine, insofar as we can't alleviate the pain, an hour of arthritis, an hour of depression, uh, whatever it might be, those things are beautiful things, beautiful things that we can offer for others. Sometimes, there are very dramatic examples of this Christ-like self-offering for others. You think of the great Saint Maximilian Kolbe, for example, who literally suffers in the place of another. Or Saint Teresa of Calcutta, who suffered greatly interiorly for the sake of other souls. You and I, we can live out this mystery of really serving others, living out that mystery of Christ's vicarious suffering, in our daily lives, in the ordinary things, offering the little things, the big things, 
the hard things, the easy things, for love of others. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the commemoration of Saints Perpetua and Felicity. Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's begin this day of prayer with the entire church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, It belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil. 
for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act, so that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish, the patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil, and do good, and you shall have a home forever, for the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends." The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. This is the favorable time. This This is is the the day day of salvation. A reading from the book Of Exodus. Having set out from Alim, the whole Israelite community came into the desert of Sin, which is between Alim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after their departure from the land of Egypt. Here in the desert, the whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, Would that we had died at the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, as we sat by our flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. But you had to lead us into this desert to make the whole community die of famine. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will now rain down bread from heaven for you. Each day the people are to go out, and gather their daily portion. Thus, I will test them to see whether they follow my instructions or not. On the sixth day, however, when they prepare what they bring in, let it be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron told all the Israelites, At evening you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord as he heeds your grumbling against him. 
But what are we that you should grumble against us? When the Lord gives you flesh to eat in the evening, continued Moses, and in the morning your fill of bread, as he heeds the grumbling you utter against him, what then are we? Your grumbling is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Tell the whole Israelite community, present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. When Aaron announced this to the whole Israelite community, they turned toward the desert, and lo, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, in the evening twilight you shall eat flesh, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread, so that you may know that I, the Lord, am your God. In the evening quail came up and covered the camp. In the morning a dew lay all about the camp, and when the dew evaporated, there on the surface of the desert were fine flakes like hoarfrost on the ground. On seeing it, the Israelites asked one another, What is this? For they did not know what it was. But Moses told them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. Now this is what the Lord has commanded. So gather it, that everyone has enough to eat an omer for each person, as many of you as there are, each man providing for those of his own tent. The Israelites did so. Some gathered a large and some a small amount. But when they measured it out by the omer, he who had gathered a large amount did not have too much, and he who had gathered a small amount did not have too little. They so gathered that everyone had enough. To eat. The Israelites ate this manna for forty years until they came to settled land. They ate manna until they reached the borders of Canaan. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. You fed your people with the food of angels, bread from heaven, ready to hand. Source, Source of, of all delight, delight and, and satisfying to, to every taste. It was not Moses who gave you bread from heaven. It is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. Source, Source of, of all delight, delight and, and satisfying to every taste. From a commentary on the Psalms by St. Augustine, Bishop. Lord, I have cried to you, hear me. This is a prayer we can all say. This is not my prayer, but that of the whole Christ. Rather, it is said in the name of his body. When Christ was on earth, he prayed in his human nature and prayed to the Father in the name of his body. And when he prayed, drops of blood flowed from his whole body. So it is written in the gospel, Jesus prayed with earnest prayer and sweated blood. What is this blood streaming from his whole body but the martyrdom of the whole church? Lord, I have cried to you, hear me. 
Listen to the sound of my prayer when I call upon you. Did you imagine that crying was over when you said, I have cried to you? You have cried out, but do not as yet feel free from care. If anguish is at an end, crying is at an end. But if the church, the body of Christ, must suffer anguish until the end of time, it must not say only, I have cried to you, hear me. But it must also say, listen to the sound of my prayer when I call upon you. Let my prayer rise like incense in your sight. Let the raising of my hands be an evening sacrifice. This is generally understood of Christ, the head, as every Christian acknowledges. When day was fading into evening, the Lord laid down his life on the cross to take it up again. He did not lose his life against his will. Here, too, we are symbolized. What part of him hung on the cross if not the part he had received from us? How could God the Father ever cast off and abandon his only Son, who is indeed one God with him? Yet Christ, nailing our weakness to the cross, where, as the Apostle says, our old nature was nailed to the cross with him, cried out with the very voice of our humanity, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The evening sacrifice is then the passion of the Lord, the cross of the Lord, the oblation of the victim that brings salvation, the Holocaust acceptable to God. In his resurrection, he made this evening sacrifice a morning sacrifice. Prayer offered in holiness from a faithful heart raises like incense from a holy altar. Nothing is more fragrant than the fragrance of the Lord. May all who believe share in this fragrance. Therefore, our old nature, in the words of the Apostle, was nailed to the cross with him in order, as he says, to destroy our sinful body so that we may be slaves to sin no longer. With Christ I have been nailed to the cross. And I live, live now, now no, no longer my own life, but the, but the life, life of Christ who lives in me. me. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave up his life for me. And I, and live, I live now, now no, no longer my own life, but the life of Christ who lives in me. Let us pray. Guard your church, we pray, O Lord, in your unceasing mercy. And since without you mortal humanity is sure to fall, may we be kept by your constant helps from all harm and directed to all that brings salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. An interesting one. They're all interesting, of course. Along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. 
I'm Paul Sadek, and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord is talking about the scribes and Pharisees, and he says, do as they say, since they have the authority, but not as they do. It's from the 23rd chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. So practice and observe whatever they tell you, but not what they do. For they preach, but do not practice. They bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with their finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by men, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long, and they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and salutations in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by men. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher and you are all brethren. And call no man your father on earth, for you have one father who is in heaven. Neither be called masters, for you have one master, the Christ. He who is greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The primary message here is humility. If you desire greatness, you'd better be ready to become small. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. greatest among you must be your servant, says the Lord. Thus we have to leave our egoism to one side and discover in ourselves those signs of charity which make others happy. If we do not make the daily effort to forget ourselves, we will pass by those who are near us over and over again without realizing that they could do with a word of encouragement, that they need their work to be appreciated and lack perhaps only a word of encouragement from us for them to be better. Egoism blinds, it narrows our horizons when we look at others. Humility constantly opens up a way to charity in practical details and suggests specific ways of serving. This joyful spirit of openness to the others and the spirit of availability is capable of transforming any environment. Charity warms up as water in a rock fissure. Love draws out love, says St. Teresa. And St. John of the Cross advises, where there is no love, put love, and you will draw out love. But we were gentle among you like a nurse taking care of her children. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, exclaims St. Paul to the Christians of Thessalonica. If we imitate him, our actions will bear similar fruit. We have to practice this spirit of Christ with those nearest to us, within the family. The husband ought not to seek only his own interests, but also those of his wife. 
and she those of her husband. Parents should look after the interests of their children, and these in turn look after the interests of their parents. The family is the only community in which man is loved for himself, for what he is and not for what he has. Respect for this fundamental norm explains, as the Apostle himself teaches, why nothing should be done out of a spirit of rivalry or for vainglory, but rather through humility, because of love. And this love which is opened up to others makes members of our family true servants of the domestic church where all desire the good and the happiness of each other, where each and every one gives life to this love with an urgent search for that good and that happiness. If you act in this way, you will not be inclined to see, as so often happens, the speck in your brother's eye without seeing the log in your own. The tiniest imperfections of others are magnified in our perspective, and our own graver faults tend to be minimized and all too easily justified. Humility, on the other hand, makes us recognize our own weaknesses and defects. We are then in a position to be understanding towards the shortcomings of other people and to be able to extend to them a helping hand. We are then also able to love them and to accept them with whatever defects they may have. The Blessed Virgin, handmaid of the Lord, will teach us to understand that to serve others is one of the ways of finding joy in this life and one of the shortest routes to Jesus. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 minutes before the hour, and once again we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, Why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our life. 
Lord, keep us safe all the days of our life. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction, when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep, keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To, to you, O God, God our, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. 
The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To, to you, you, O God, God our praise is due in Zion. A reading from the book of Joel. Return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God, God himself will set me free from, from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And, and from, from the, the hunter's, hunter's snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. You have one teacher, and he is in heaven, Christ your Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. You have one teacher, and he is in heaven, Christ your Lord. Let us pray. God the Father has given us his only Son the Word, made man, to be our food and our life. Let us thank him and pray. May the, May the word, word of Christ, Christ dwell among us in all its richness. 
Help us in this Lenten season to listen more frequently to your word. That we may celebrate the solemnity of Easter with greater love for Christ, our Paschal sacrifice. May May the the word word of Christ Christ dwell dwell among among us in all all its richness. richness. May your Holy Spirit be our teacher. That we may encourage those in doubt and error to follow what is good and true. May May the the word word of Christ Christ dwell dwell among us in in all its richness. Enable us to enter more deeply into the mystery of your Anointed One. That our lives may reveal him more effectively. May the word word of Christ Christ dwell dwell among us us in in all all its richness. Purify and renew your church in this time of salvation. That it may give an ever greater witness to you. May the the word word of Christ Christ dwell among us in in all all its richness. And to these intercessions, we pause to have the prayers of our own hearts. May May the the word word of Christ Christ dwell dwell among us in in all all its richness. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Guard your church, we pray, O Lord in your unceasing mercy. And since without you mortal humanity is sure to fall, may we be kept by your constant helps from all harm and directed to all that brings salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's another Lenten weekday coming your way. Time to get up off your knees and get the day going. And continue to pray fast and give alms. Morning Air up next with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.